Okay, here we go. My name is Kurt Ream, and today is episode number one of the Play My Kid podcast. Today we're going to talk a little bit about who I am, since this is my introduction to you. Describe a little bit about who I'm aiming to help, why this podcast exists, why I want to share this information through a podcast, and how I think that will be a great way for you to to benefit from uh, and prepare for youth coaching, and a little more specifics about what I hope you'll get, uh, what my motivations are, what my objectives are from this podcast or for this podcast for you. First of all, a little bit about myself. I uh, am a proud husband of a beautiful wife, Michelle, and I have five awesome kids that she's blessed us with, and I couldn't be more proud of my family and the progress that they've shown as they've they've grown older and what they've taught me over the over the years. Um, professionally, my career has been spent in information technology. Most of the, my career so far has been focused in software development, application development, and more recently, last seven years or so, has been transitioning more into a leadership role uh, that actually been able to build on some of the skills I've developed throughout coaching and some of the experiences from work have translated to coaching. And overall, it's helped me learn how to work better with people, over you know, adults through grade school kids. And that experience at work is is a clear assistance to me in helping in, in my coaching experience and how I work with not only the kids, but the parents as well. Um, my experience coaching, I, I can say that I feel really lucky that I've been able to coach consistently over the last 15 years. Uh, I've been able to coach all five of my kids at one point or another. Uh, although most of it's been in basketball because basketball is my particular passion. I've been able to help as well with floor hockey and football and baseball to a lesser degree. But um, those are the kind of the sports that my kids have played. Uh, I've also played soccer and other things that I, we haven't been, either myself or my wife have been helping coach. But um, one of the things that's consistent, I think, with my kids is I, I want to make sure they know that while my passion, and they know my passion is basketball, there's no secret about that, I want to make sure they follow theirs. Uh, they need to be able to, for two reasons, they need to be able to know that they can follow their interests and goals, but uh, also for athletically and physically speaking, I'm a big fan that diversity of um, participation is very, very important. Um, I think um, diversity in athletics uh, certainly builds on their athletic experience which translates to whatever their passion will be eventually. I think it actually develops overall better athletic skills and balance and muscle strength and, and more than just whatever sport they happen to be uh, focused on now. I think that's, that's a, in youth sports, a real challenge. Um, when you look at kids overstressed by the time they're 
11, 12 years old physically and end up not perhaps not playing sports in high school that they they could be good at. Um, we'll talk about that more, I guess, down the road. Um, I also think that diversity in sports helps prevent that, that mental burnout and like is working too much the same muscle group over and over can, and working in the same joints the same way can create all kinds of repetitive stress injuries that for kids just doesn't make any sense, um, especially around sports. Um, I can also tell you a little last thing about my background before we move on is uh, given that I've also had my kids participate in sports that I'm not coaching, I've got plenty of time on the sideline as a parent as well. That's allowed me to really put multiple angles to this, which I'm sure most of you coaches have done as well. Um, I'd like to say I've, I've, from the sideline, I've been able to see the good, the bad, the great, and the clueless. Um, and I say that with all the love in the world because uh, there's times I see that in myself as well, sitting when I'm on the bench with kids, I realize that I could at any one point fall in any one of those categories, at least in my own head and probably in the heads of the parents watching from the other side of the of the playing surface, uh, other side of the court in basketball. But uh, you learn to deal with that and it's part of the, t- the chore and part of uh, making sure you know uh, what you're doing is, is the right thing. Next item I want to talk about is a little bit about who this podcast is for. Um, I'm really trying to help out parent coaches of young kids think grade school, uh, just before high school, um, perhaps that, that age, age range pretty pretty broad. Uh, nowadays, it's, I've even seen pre-K programs all the way up through eighth grade and really want to make sure, provide those kind of resources to parents that are just trying to help out and make sure their kids have a good experience. Um, naturally, this I'm focused more on team sports as something we're going to help with, but there's... Um, sure, certainly translatable skills and understanding in other sports as well. Uh, my target personality or mindset, I'll say, is parent coaches that are looking to make sure that sports instills respect in the kids, that it builds a little bit of confidence in what they're going to be doing as they grow older and, and mature. And also help these same coaches who maybe are not professionals and working with young kids, but make sure they know how to keep kids engaged and keep kids listening to what's going on, not only to coaches, but to what's going on around them. So why a podcast? Um, that's probably a good question. I guess if you're listening to this, you're at least familiar with the 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 media. Um, I'm looking really to be able to serve parents. Parents that I know are busy all the time, uh, running around between work and home life and kids getting involved in sports and parents and family. Um, it can get very busy. 
there's not a whole lot of downtime to be able to uh, to do a lot of reading in many cases. So I, I like to think that um, this is a, a one way to get some of this information, perhaps on your drive time or your workout or what have you. Um, the other reason I want to uh, create a podcast is as I've prepped for this for quite some time, um, I really believe that I want to uh, convey to parents why um, sports is good, What why parents care so much about sports and bring that more to their forefront, I'm going to say. I think every... I think I have a good understanding of what parents want from sports, for the most part. Uh, I think most parents really want a positive sports experience so that someday, whatever that path is, we don't know, but someday kids uh, become happy adults and successful adults. And I think a lot of people, I believe, and I think a lot of other parents believe that sports is a good way to round out that that skill set, that social skill set and development's mindset um, in addition to school. I think the other thing is parents like to see their kids play. Um, and I mean that in, in many ways, not just in the, you know, the very informal way in the yard or in the, in the basement or house or whatever, you just, just playing games and board games and whatnot, or even playing with siblings or friends but also in a competitive sense. A lot of um, parents, a lot of people enjoy competition, and I'm not going to say they're doing it to live vicariously, but they they definitely appreciate the experiences they had, and they want their kids to experience the same. Um, They want to make sure that kids hear from other adults um, how to learn and grow physically and emotionally, how to understand these sports that they're playing, both the rules and the strategy, and how to go through life um, in this competitive sense without excluding others. Uh, in the work life, you have to include people and work with people that maybe you didn't get to pick, uh, like you get to pick your friends, um, and that's it's an important skill to learn going through the rest of your life if you want to be successful. Uh, I'm a big fan that when it comes to sports, and and skill development practice is more valuable than games. Uh, I think that the instruction and the repetition that kids get during practice, if done properly, actually can be far more memorable and valuable to kids long term than um, the record of the season, you know, being undefeated or winning tournaments or whatever that might look like. I think that's important for everybody to remember um, and keep in your mindset and your in your head when going through the day-to-day grind of a, a long basketball season or baseball season, what have you, that keep this all in perspective. And at, at the end of the day, I want to equip parents, coaches, parent coaches with a counter to what is our, my brand, our brand, uh, play my kid. If we're doing everything right as a coach, you really shouldn't hear that phrase very often. But when you do, these this guidance that I hope to provide um, will help you, I'm not saying combat, but counteract that and prepare for that so that you're doing the right thing and that you've got um, a sound direction, a well-thought-out uh, plan for what you're trying to achieve 
when working with kids. So what you'll hear moving on is guidance from me, from my experience, from other coaches. I hope to include um, a lot of feedback from other coaches and interviews and whatnot, um, and provide some guidance, some some research out there that to help you um, build your own direction on what you want to look for. Um, my, my four guidance points, at least for now, is going to start with number one, manage, don't manage for short-term wins, but manage for the long-term. Two, want to make sure that coaches are using talent and growing it. Three, I want to make sure that coaches really think about investing in the development of young kids um, for their team and for the rest of their lives. And four, make sure that they're fostering maturity in kids um, through by example um, and hold kids accountable and, and hold that expectation to the kids and to the parents, frankly. All right, so that's, that's a little bit about uh, what this uh, podcast is going to be about. Um, I want to get a little more deeper in here and talk a little more about what I hope you will take away from this podcast um, as an outline over time. So my my core goal here is making sure that coaches are teaching life goals um, with some focus. Um, and I think about, again, when we talk about happy and successful adults, there are two areas that I think about to make that happen. One is building relationships and connections with other humans, other people. I think they need, kids need to hear from coaches how to build relationships with other coaches, other parents, other players and teammates, officials, and everybody. And they need to not only learn how to do that themselves, but they need to learn how, or they need to watch that and see that demonstrated by both their coaches and their parents. I think relationships are important because um, I, I think I, I fundamentally believe that everybody wants to love each other. Um, this is my my faith leaking out here, but I think love is important. I think everybody wants it, and I think everybody wants to give it if it could be trusted. And um, I think that's uh, part of that is showing respect. Um, I found an interesting statement. I wish I knew the reference, but love does not equal respect, or but although they're often linked, um, but you can't have one without the other. In other words, you cannot love somebody if you don't respect them. Um, and you can't respect without having that inherent love for another person. So it's a little bit the the why relationships, I think, why I think relationships are, are important. I hope to also get into over time a little bit about how do you do that? How do you reinforce those things? And how do you demonstrate that over time? Um, and how do you instill that in the kids? So uh, two big goals, getting back to the overall goals, what I hope you take away. First one is relationships. Second one is working on growth and development of an improvement of, of young kids and making sure that's Really, the goal again—not just leveraging the talents they have, 
uh, for for short term wins, but really looking at how do you develop kids. Um, part of that is developing and improving expectations or communicating those expectations that their actions, their commitment, their effort uh, all matter, and that part of that process is mistakes. Um, ex- ex- mistakes are going to be expected and are okay as long as they learn from it. I think too many kids and coaches expect perfection, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. That's exactly how we learn. Um, the other part, next part of growth and improvement is uh, making sure that as coaches, you're not only evaluating kids in your head, but you're actually providing that feedback. I think there's ways that we can do that objectively, and there's ways we can do that subjectively. I think one of those ways is my like gathering some data. We like to gather game statistics, what have you. But I think it's also good to get think, kids thinking about that data during practice. What are their goals? What are their next steps? So that they know what they're trying to achieve. Putting some measurables, if you will. Um, then they know if they're improving, if it was a good day, it was a bad day, um, and what they need to do to get better if they're really struggling. I think the other part of the overall feedback is making sure we're improving everyone on the team, no matter where they are talent-wise. Again, that can be a little harder to see because you have a range of talent that you're dealing with on most youth sports teams. I think you need to make sure that you're sharing that information and that perspective in summary form or detail form, if possible, with players, with parents, and with your, your team of coaches. Uh, assuming that you have some assistance that you're helping out with or what have you. And that kind of, that sharing has to go back and forth. That communication has to go back and forth. I think also, um, again, digging, keeping with this evaluation theme and feedback theme, all that has to be very constructive. Simply telling kids what they did wrong um, is not really making them better. Uh, we need to make sure that we're make, giving them constructive comments. Um, and support. In other words, support them to grow. That's what a coach is. Coaches should not be coaching goals. In other words, 10 10 points a game, 20 points a game. They should be coaching techniques so that kids can achieve their goals. I think there's a big distinction there. That's very important to see um, for kids to see in their coaches. Um, one of the other things, the next thing when it comes to growth and improvement, I'm hoping that show parents, coaches, how to, uh, grow and develop their emotions, build on their passion with some patience. And for me, that comes down for, comes down to the coaches showing a little bit of stoicism is the word I like to use. In other words, being very calm, whether it's good or it's bad, but being excited when you need to be, but being being measured when you need to be, and then it's not the end of the world when you lose, and it's not, um, you know, winning the World Series when you win a game, and be able to be nice and even keeled about all that. Put it in perspective. Celebrate the good things and work on the things you need to improve, and all that helps kids develop the proper emotional state when it comes to sports and competition so that they can perform better. 
the uh, one other thing, keep moving on down this growth and improvement path is building some confidence. I think as kids realize they can improve and grow and they're not comparing themselves to the best athlete on the team or the best athlete they've ever seen, I think the more they can see themselves grow, the more confidence they will have moving on through life because they will know they can always control their destiny. I think no matter what talent level you are, moving on to the the next item in my growth and improvement list here is making sure they're growing and improving whatever gifts and skills they have um, inherently or as they walk into your team. Part of that is identifying that, making sure you value that and the kids value what they have inherently, that they take advantage of what they have and, and build on that. They leverage that and they can... And, but they can still enhance those things. So use the skills they have inherently to build the other ones that they need to improve, but also continue growing every skill that they have in their toolkit. Um, and then be able to communicate about that and share that with um, the kids as you see it happening because they don't necessarily see it. And share that with parents when you can as well. One of the last few things here um, I want to talk about it from the growth and development is, you know, I look at this as if we can accomplish all these things, kids will be able to play. I, w- I want kids to be able to play these games as long as possible. I don't want them regretting not being able to play. There's at any point they could become sick, injured, um, and not be able to play anymore. And I don't want anybody to regret the fact that they, while they can, they can play. Um, and we'll talk a little bit as we go on a little bit more about how do you do that in practice. How do you build on this, uh, these skills that kids have and build some growth and improvement um, and with some strategies during practice going through those um, regular practices and drills and how you approach practice. I think I've gone over my big things, kind of just a real quick recap here. Um, I talked a little bit about, about who I am, uh, who this podcast is uh, aimed for at who I'm hoping to assist, why specifically I wanted to have a podcast, and um, how, uh, what you can expect as we move through this series of podcasts. Uh, and I look for your feedback moving forward. I encourage you to please check out uh, playmykid.com and sign up for our mailing list. And hopefully, we'll see you on the next episode.